This is Women Who Podcast. You were gifted with a voice. Now is the time to use it. Meet the women who podcast, hear their stories so you can be encouraged to turn your ideas into reality. This week in Women Who Podcast, we meet with Tammy Crenn, a podcaster in the US who is using her podcast to help people incorporate self-publishing into their business. Tammy is the host of POD with a Twist podcast and YouTube channel, where she gives real-life examples and tips on the print-on-demand publishing model. As a result of our conversation, I'm working on a Women Who Podcast journal, so you can be sure to never run out of content ideas and keep producing your episodes as seamless as possible. You can get notified of when that will be available by signing up for my newsletter, which I'll link to in the show notes. Would it surprise you to learn that I have already published a book? Yes, that's another string to my bow and is not podcast related at all. At the end of 2019, I decided I wanted 2020 to be the year that I published a book. And so I started brainstorming the type of book that I could author. I decided upon a book about park runs in New Zealand. And if you've not yet discovered Parkrun, it's a free weekly timed 5K run or walk organized by volunteers. And I've been involved with Parkrun since 2016. I'd visited quite a few different ones at that stage and knew many people who were also involved as event directors. And so the idea for the New Zealand Parkrun Guide was hatched and then the world shut down which for most writers may have meant time to be creative. But I'd started a communications job in a hospital and my work actually increased from part-time to full-time hours on site, which was a blessing to be honest, as it meant I got to get out of the house. In my spare time, I carried on working on this book and I finally finished it in April, 2021. And that was a learning curve in itself. So it's awesome that Tammy has a podcast to help navigate the ins and outs and just make it so much more easy. So let's hear from her now. Welcome on Tammy Crin from Print On Demand with a twist. Thank you for having me, Alison. Glad to to be here. So for anyone who's never heard of Print On Demand, what is it? Well, Print On Demand, it's, it's become sort of the uh, the word in the either self-publishing, T-shirts, anything that can be printed in more of one print at a time. So it can be uh, mugs, it can be T-shirts, it can be books. I mostly stay in the self-publishing space, but it is basically, it can be printed one time. Because if you go outside of uh, the print-on-demand, like as a publisher, they have to print several books for your, your, your more than one copy of a book. So you have to have to purchase more than one copy. So print on demand is great if you want to sell something, but you don't want to have to have that outlay of you know, yes, publishing exactly. like a thousand at a time. And, and, and especially if you, if you want to update it or do anything like that, you have a whole stack of books with something you wanted to change now and you have to get rid of these books and so the print on demand for most people is a great way to uh, get one copy at a time and really see um, how it does. Do you need to make changes and um, or you don't have to have an inventory of books in your office. 
So how did you end up doing a podcast on this? Well, the podcast started a few years ago because social media was getting very hard to attract people or people to see your content. And I felt like uh, there was a time where it was just really a waste of my time and podcasting seemed like a better fit and to be able to get to a, a specific audience that I wanted to speak to because I speak to self-publishers and I, I had groups and all the social media and they weren't seeing my posts. They weren't seeing my videos. They weren't seeing anything. And so I decided to create the podcast so that people could listen to it when they wanted, how they wanted and um, go from there. And it's been a game changer for sure. So you already had this business where you helped people with their printing? Yes, I started this in 2018, doing publishing books for businesses. And um, then it uh, sort of evolved and got bigger. But I realized that I was the um, social media content was changing how the atmosphere and the audiences were just kind of like not seeing what I was posting. And I was getting frustrated because <laughs> a lot of time. And when I started the podcast and YouTube channel, they go coincide together. I was able to get my reach better to the audience through podcasting. You must have seen so many different styles of books get published through the work that you have been doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. And my audience or my people are in the self-publishing world, but they're creating a reoccurring income stream. I'm teaching them how to create a reoccurring income stream by creating branded booklets for businesses. So just to give your audience an, an idea of what I'm talking about is I'm actually teaching that. And that's what my podcast is about is how to make reoccurring income streams as a self-publisher. So, and then go from there. I guess there'd be a lot of podcasters out there whose ears will be pricking up at that recurring <laughs> income stream so mm -hmm. how can you do that then with books and how you do that is when you are a self-publisher you may be just publishing your own book but now you have the skills to publish say using amazon's kdp which is kindle direct publishing and these are physical books i'm talking about not just audio i teach you how to go out to an audience or out to a business and ask them would you like a branded booklet for your business? Most people do. And they start creating, uh, you can create their books for them under your account. And that's how then the business buys the books right from Amazon. And they just send them out without having to touch their books. And you are the middle person creating the book for them, taking their content and creating these books for them. Because a lot of business owners, I've, I've been a business 30 years and I didn't have time to learn a new thing, a skill. Like I didn't have time to learn how to do KDP and get my book up on Amazon. So I uh, started this course and started teaching this on my podcast and people love it. As self-publishers, they want to start making a reoccurring income stream because maybe their book sold a few, but not enough. This way they can get content from a business, create these books, the business is thrilled, buys the books and you get paid every time, plus a setup fee for every book they create. So yes, that's what it's all about. That sounds pretty lucrative. It's it's a well. I well, I started in the self publishing business like most of my friends have, and I couldn't. I was not selling my books. Like a lot of people get their books and they're so excited. This is the part that I love sharing with people. I, we're all in the same boat. Met a lot of people who self published, but none of their books sell. 
It's a very big, wide platform Amazon has. And if you don't have an audience or you don't know how to do the books or those kind of things, it's like you get your book up there and you're like, why aren't they just selling? Like you just think you're going to be a New York Times bestseller. Most of us do. And I did too. And it really can just sort of be deflating. But when you have people who know how to market the books and do this, they can use the business's audience. So as I'm talking about as a self-publisher, I'm going to say, let's take you, Allison, your business, you have content. I want to put it in a book. You hire me to put that in the book. I charge you a setup fee to get it all done. So I make money that way. And then I put it under my KDP account and we set a price and I make say $5 per book sold. You have the audience, you're promoting your book. You're happy as a clam because you have your book in your hand and you can get it and you're serving your, your audience and I'm making money as well. Sounds like a win-win. It is. Yes. Yes. So that's it kind of in a nutshell. I'm kind of talking fast about it, but it's really about self-publishers having another income stream because we get stuck creating books, creating books, creating books. And we can talk about low content books, which would be, you know, something like a journal or things like that. Those books don't sell. They are hard to sell. So you create the branded book for Allison's business and you put all of her contact logo and could be a line journal, but she has the audience. She's happy to have it. She's selling it like crazy because she, she has a course or a workshop that goes along with that journal. There you go. And it's multiple books for businesses, not just one book. Usually they have like, I got courses, I got, I need journals, I need planners. So yes. That's pretty awesome. And, and, podcasters we're creating content all the time and I'm sure mm -hmm. there's a lot of that content that can end up in a book of some description. absolutely and especially um this is a little bit of a sideline I have an AI self-publishing podcast with my friend Cindy Manier and we talk about how to take that content and really use it in your self-publishing business and so that's something that I've really been diving into for quite a few years with this whole and now that everybody knows about AI, it's kind of a really nice way to take your content out and transcribe it. Mm, there's so many tools these days. It really is. It's a little bit overwhelming, but we try to stay in our self-publishing lane. <laughs> so we don't all get, it's, every day is changing so fast, so fast. But we break it down in small pieces so that you can just, uh, you know, figure out how to use your content. I mean, you have content. How do you use that, you know, in multiple ways? Well, yes, self-publishing your transcripts. I'm actually really fascinated with this. So we're definitely going to have your <laughs> okay, links sure. in, we're going to have your links in the show notes for everyone to, to find out a bit more if they're also intrigued, but yeah. I'm also intrigued how, so you said um, self-publishing is changing all the time. There's always new things for you to learn. Podcasting mm -hmm. is also when you're getting started, it's a lot to learn in a short space of time. So what challenges did you have to overcome when you started your podcast? I would say it's always evolving. So I'm still, you know, I was talking about my name change. I, I created a podcast name and I had to change that. So all my, so all the graphics had to change and everything. But um, I think the, st the thing was, is I was nervous that everybody had a podcast. I hear this a lot now too. Everybody has a podcast. What, what am I going to say different? And everyone has a voice. So if that's where I think if you're, if you're kind of like, well, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? You resonate with different people and different, uh, and different 
areas of podcasting. And so I would say that was my biggest hurdle was just thinking, oh, you know, a podcast really, but it really was a game changer. Like I said before, and podcasting has been, so just getting myself to do it, just doing it. Did you give yourself a deadline, like print deadlines? Yes, I did. I do. I do once a week. I do my once a week podcast. I started um, April and April 19th, 2022. And I just, and I just did a five minute to 10 minute podcast. Like that's where I started. I do about 15 now, but five to 15. So I don't put much pressure on myself. I just do it and um, can create it. But yeah, there were some hurdles, like just learning how to use your microphone, how to sound better. Mine is video as well. So I always am doing lighting, trying to do lighting right, because, you know, those kind of things. But it's not like you have to start out that way. I think that's the biggest thing is how you start. You always are evolving. So just get started doing it so that um, and you'll learn. You'll keep learning from people like Allison here. So, <laughs> you know, you just follow people who are ahead of you and, and learn from them. And then you pass it on to the people who are behind you. Yeah, I love the podcasting world and just that you can learn so much like from mm -hmm. listening to other podcasts and and get entertained. The world is really your oyster when it comes to what you put in your ears. <laughs> sure is. It really is. So, yes, that was probably my hurdle was just getting out of my own way. When you started, you say you started on April 19th, 2022. How far in advance did you set that date? And what, did you change I, your launch date? <clears throat> I didn't change my date. I stuck to it. I, I believe it was January that I started talking about it seriously and investigating it. I was kind of doing the whole YouTube thing as well. So it was kind of like, it's like, oh, how do I just transfer this over? Started looking at different platforms of where to host. That was probably the biggest thing. It was like, I don't know where to really host my podcast and what would be best for me. And and um, so I just started investigating that through January and February. And then I just pulled the trigger and did it. And, you know, um, it's like I said, I just think it's a great platform to reach an audience directly for your whatever you want to share. Do you listen to podcasts yourself? I do. Yep. All the time. Where do you tend to listen to your podcasts? I usually I'm more of a night owl so I listen to them at night after I'm done you know with all the things I'm doing and so I would say at night is my best time and, so, and in the morning like when I'm getting ready for the day I'll pop one on and just listen to and that's why I prefer them to be like less than 30 minutes because that's I can do that in the morning and just get ready and listen to one little podcast yeah I'm um, do you have a couple of favorite podcasts that you like to listen to that you could share with us? Sure. I listen to Mel Robbins. Uh, she's, she's been, um, especially in the, the morning with like as a motivator, motivational speaker, it's very nice to listen to someone who gets you kind of excited about the day. And, and um, so Mel Robbins is one. And sometimes it's, it's just more for relaxation too. So I listen to, some comedy or some type of comedic act just to lighten the mood. It's very different to the old days. You said before, like putting on a podcast first thing in the morning. 
I remember before I started really getting into podcasts, you just stick the TV on. Mm-hmm. And like exactly. just that background yeah. sound. But this is actually something that you're choosing to listen to and you're going to get something from it other than just, I know, weather. Yeah, exactly. And it's not, it's, I, I really gotten away from watching TV. I used to be a big TV, you know, like you said, turn on sort of the background noise. But yes, um, I just turn on motivational speakers in the morning and it's it's kind of just who I want to hear. And how, like I said, that's what each person has. A, I mean, how many podcasts are there on, on motivational speakers? So many. But you kind of find your groove of who resonates with you the most. And that's who I choose. And it's it's great. And I'm not getting like this kind of feed from the news just bombarding you with negative yeah so you're starting your day with something positive instead mm-hmm. yes yeah. you mentioned that your episodes are five to 15 minutes and they yes. come out every week do you yes. batch record your podcasts I do at times it, it depends this is good this is probably the tricky point for me is sometimes I do I do batch two or three is as most I can get maybe a month done but um that's about as far as I could get with the, the batching because I have so many other things going on that I tend to be uh, laxed in that for podcasts I can get done. That's still pretty good though because then it means you're not getting to like the night before your podcast is due to come out. And oh, like, I've done oh, that I'm... too. Oh, I, I do that too. No, I do that too. But the thing sometimes is it, it's uh, you get a rhythm like of all your graphics, all your posts, how your stuff, you start getting a rhythm. It's a lot in the beginning. It just was taking me so long because I do all my editing. I do everything for my podcast. They don't have anybody that I've hired at this point, but um, it's getting a lot easier in the tools that I use and things that I can edit faster and get things more in place as I went on it was a little tricky in the beginning for sure I think that's so true though with any new skill that you're learning that when you're first starting out it does take a long time and then the more Mm -hmm. you do it the quicker it becomes or you are more in tune to what you need to do yes and even editing because before I would I usually just like ramble and then try to do it again and again and again and now I just stop pause reread what I wanted to say or say it again, how I wanted to say it, and then just like splice that out now. And so that's been better. So yeah, it's good to know that everyone has their own um, hurdles to, to to get across. Yeah, and like you said, Alison, it's it's everybody has it's a, a learning curve. And then once now I'm like almost on autopilot. I you know download it, do it. The, the graphics are already. I know what I'm going to put in as my summary. It, you know, it's like all. Oh, all done and it's a lot faster and a lot easier yeah so everyone just needs to get started and then it will get easier yeah it it, I think that's the biggest thing is people get overwhelmed that I've talked to I've just talked to another business friend and she was like well I need to do this I need to get you know like just overwhelmed by the whole process and I said just do five minutes once a month (laughs) just do five minutes once a month and um, she was like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to do, you know, it, this is completely up to you. You, That's the beauty of it too. It's, it's you, you're in charge of this. You could exactly. do three minutes, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what the lowest amount of time would be, but <laughs> five minutes is, you know, pretty, pretty easy to do. Yeah. It's not like you have to answer to a network or anything. No, 
Well, haven't we seen a lot of the network people going on to mostly podcasting because they have free reign pretty much. Yeah. How has your life changed since you started your podcast? I would say, I would say that podcasting, when you say you have a podcast, it almost elevates your profile, if that makes sense. So, or I can just tell people when I meet them or I'm online, I have a a podcast, you can just go and listen to it whenever you're ready, you know? So um, it's changed, it's made it easier than having it, like I said before, on social media where it make it buried, make it lost. I mean, you, it's there. You can say, go to uh, number 176 and you'll find the answer for you. So my students or people are curious about what I'm doing. I have certain podcast numbers I can just recommend. So as for me, that's changed a lot of the, oh, let me see if I can find that video for you or, you know, something I talked about. It's it's very, very easy to promote that specific topic to the person that really wants to hear that space, not mm. your whole lineup. <laughs> yeah. And I guess if you've already done an episode on something and someone asks you a question, you don't have to like rewrite all those tips again you can just say you can hear it all here so it yes, saves a lot yeah. of time it saves a lot of time especially if people are dming you and you're doing that stuff and you're like i could just throw that link in and they can go and listen to it at their own time frame so it really saves me as the business owner a lot more time than trying like you said rewrite it or typing it out and, or it's just yeah time saves a lot of time <laughs> and when it comes to books you can be like i have a book on that <laughs> here's the link that. to buy it <laughs> exactly yes yeah 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 so I mean it's great for promoting your books too I mean if you you know have self-published or publish your book what better place to put an ad in your own podcast I've been kind of working on that I like to put my own ads <laughs> that's a great <laughs> tip yeah I have a in. book <laughs> I have a book that's completely, yeah, it's completely unrelated to my podcast, but I might just drop that in the show notes so people can see what my other interests are. Yeah. I mean, that's like my AI one too. It's like, I try to stay in my lane on my podcast, mostly about what I'm talking about. So it doesn't get confusing, but you know, people do like to know like, what else are you doing or what are you doing? So it does help to put it in the show notes or just mention it and say it's in the show notes, but you don't like, I stayed. I try to stay true to that topic so that people aren't scattered. I'm not scattering people all around. It, it gets a little hard with the print on demand sometimes, but I do try to stay in that one lane with that one podcast. And that's why we have a separate podcast for AI and self-publishing. Yeah. So that that's where you, that we're not, we're focusing on what exactly we're talking about or you want to hear about. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. now I'm I'm all about podcasting. I think podcasting is really a great vehicle to get to the, your specific audience. And when I think I was going to tell you this, one of the coaches that I follow, she was saying she has a YouTube and a podcast, and she gets she has a lower amount of people, but she gets more people to her email. And that's where I find it is like I get my specific what we call fans. You know, your fans are there. And then they, they like what you're saying because they follow you and they go to your email list. In social media, I find it very like not 
not converting <laughs> yeah. as easily. Well, you've got that intimacy, haven't you? Like you're actually hearing the voice and it feels like you're talking directly to your listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forget sometimes and I get an email and someone says, you know, I listen to this. And I'm like, because sometimes people are listening, but you don't know what they think. How, you know, you try to ask them, but sometimes people are just shy and they don't say anything. <laughs> and I just got an email yesterday about that. Like, I love your podcast. I'm like, well, thank you. This is so nice to hear. That is so nice that you actually get that. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, if you're listening to a podcast and you like what you hear, just get in touch with the podcaster because it will make their day. It really does. It really does make your day because you you kind of feel like sometimes you're out there. It's like, is it resonating with you? <laughs> you know, you're asking questions. Sometimes it's like cricket for a while. So don't get disappointed if people don't. If you say, ask a question, you ask a question, they don't answer. It's like, well, people are busy. That's really what it comes down to. They're just busy. So they don't have time to always like type a little comment in the comments or something. So don't get too, too worried about that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, Tammy, learning about print on demand and how it can yeah. help a podcaster and also your podcasts, print on demand with a twist. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Alison. Thank you for everyone listening and um, happy to answer questions if you have questions about podcasting too or anything that we talked about on self-publishing. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. You can get more information about Tammy and POD with a twist in the show notes alongside how you can support the show and how I can support you with your podcasting. I'd love to hear if you're now thinking about how you can self-publish and what that content might look like. As I mentioned before, I'm working on a Women Who Podcast journal so you can be a more confident podcaster. This month, I'm reading out a review that I've received at the end of each episode to say thank you. Here's a recent review from Papered Chef. Insightful stories. I love listening to how and why other women started their podcasts. This is an inspiring podcast with a cohesive theme. So thank you, Papered Chef, for your review. Join me next week where we will hear from Alexis Armstrong from The Smoko Podcast. You've been listening to Women Who Podcast, the podcast for women with something to say.